0: Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. And like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Wow, I have to say, I needed a box of tissues watching the latest episode of Total Bellas. Um, I did too, because I had to watch you and Brian. And speaking of which, my brother-in-law, Daniel Bryan, is back for another hilarious edition of Bella Brains. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm Brie. And I'm Nicole, and this is the Bellas Podcast. All right, you guys, I am 32 weeks. Nicole and I are about to pop, and these babies are less than 10 weeks away, which is amazing. And you know what else is amazing? My baby smiled at me during our ultrasound. I know. You're so lucky. Well, you know what that means. It's time for
1: opening up. So let's pop that bottle. Welcome to opening up. Nikki and I are opening up with her favorite. Actually, it's really my favorite brand, Zevia, but with some
0: ginger beers. These are ginger beers. Zero calories and zero sugar.
1: So it's almost a Moscow Mule. You just forgot the soda water. So straight up ginger beer. So for
0: all of you who could have actual hard alcohol and you want to do it with vodka or tequila, well, here you go. You won't have any added sugar calories. I think it's great. See, I I would need a little soda water in there. Mm. Squeeze a lime. It does the trick.
1: All right, you guys. So Nikki and I, we love how much you guys interact with us. And last week, Nikki asked all of you about quarantine life, like what you all feel about states opening up and does it make you nervous? And it was really interesting to see kind of the mixed reactions of everyone.
0: Well, no, actually, when you look underneath the Instagram post, and we love how you all are interacting on the Bella's podcast Instagram, a lot of people mainly were talking about it, you know, coming out of quarantine slowly but carefully and looking out for people who are high risk. And I feel like that was definitely the majority, if you look at the comments. And it's definitely something that I agree with. I think... You know, at times we feel great, so we don't want to wear masks or we don't want to do certain things, but we have to think of other people. Other people are at high risk or maybe who can fight COVID-19 like we could fight. So it was very refreshing to see that a lot of people felt the same. Well, driving around Arizona,
1: (laughs) I feel like people are thinking differently, which is awesome. I mean, driving around, it's like
0: kind of feels like back to normal, right? Totally. You don't see a lot of masks. I don't know if people feel like the 110 degree heat is like automatically wearing a mask, but...
1: No, I think people are just tired of kind of feeling that they have to have these rules going out, right? I think people are like, you know what, F it. Like, I'm just going to go out, I'll take the risk, but I need to have happy hour, even though it's 105 out, or I just need to get out and about. I think stir crazy really hit people hard.
0: Yeah, stir crazy is for... Is, it's, that's a real thing, It I'm going to use that word very differently now in the future when I say I'm stir crazy. Oh, wait till the babies come. You're really going to be using that word
1: because you're going to be home You know what
0: I love? Anything that I talk that's like semi-negative or like not the most positive thing, you always relate it back to like, well, wait till your baby comes. Wait till you're a mom. 100%. And I can't wait till we have those
1: conversations because it is crazy. The one thing is, is I had nobody to talk to. When I was pregnant, at the time no one was having babies. I was like the only person pregnant because people were having them so much earlier than us, and no one told me that. Like I was like, "Whoa, like you're strapped to your house." And then the minute I kind of felt comfortable to go out and about, I started to do sleep training, which is like dedication. But then once again, I was trapped to my house. I mean, you saw when you came over and you were about to leave. You remember I bawled my eyes out because I just wanted you to stay longer because I, I was stir crazy. But anyways, before we go into pregnancy and mommy talk, um, let's recap last week's episode of Total Bellas.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like, Bree, you're the one who needs to start talking because it was mainly you and Brian and it was deep and it was heavy. And I have to say that I I already respect Brian as a human being. But after last week's episode, I have gained so much more respect for Brian because how open and deep he got. And he's not like we all know, like Brian doesn't really open up on social media. He's not an open person. He's very private um, until you get to know him. And still then like he mainly does everything that's open for you. But to show that side of him, I thought was incredible because one, I feel like so many people relate. It also made me really want to hug him. So it like sucks right now, like that I can't hug him because it made me very emotional watching everything he went through. It also makes me crave doing a sweat lodge in the future, but, like, that was deep. It really was deep. And, you know, it's funny because I think
1: people, when they watch the reality show, they just see these glimpses of what's going on, not only in your life, but how you're handling your life. And a lot of people on social media were like, "Brie, you have to give your relationship more time, your marriage more time. Like, you need to be thinking of therapy, all these different things – and I'm finally happy that episode came out because people could finally see, like, hey, I did take the time out of my life to, like, put effort into it. And I think people didn't think I, I did that. But um, Sedona definitely changed Brian and I. And, you know, Brian and I took what we learned in Sedona back with us home. My husband is spiritual in a way. But I'm, like, the one who's, like, into all that hippy-dippy stuff and all that spiritual stuff. So every time we do go to Sedona, I make him do a bunch of that. But he kind of always, like, will do it and kind of giggle or, like, I don't want to say eye roll because he's not that person. But he's like, okay, if Bree wants to do this. And when we did the sweat lodge, he was just kind of like, well, this will be interesting. But I didn't think he thought he was going to take something from it. And it was just crazy to see what Brian went through in that sweat lodge. Like, I've never seen that. Like, I'll be honest, it really freaked me out. And in the moment, I was shocked because, I mean, all the
0: stuff you and I have done, we've never been, like, we've never seen that. Well, and being your identical twin, like, I could tell by your facials that you were, like what's going down like I could tell you were scared because I know you so well obviously so I felt even that's why like it brought tears to my eyes because I felt it like just off your face and then Brian's because I know Brian so well so seeing his face I was just like oh my gosh and I know that we didn't even see everything because it was a little too heavy for television And I can't even imagine seeing anything more than that.
1: Well, and you know the one thing that Rogelio, who was the gentleman, the Native American shaman who worked with us, the really profound thing he said after, which I never really thought about, and it's because I don't fight depression, and I know so many people do. And obviously everyone knows from watching the last seven years of our life on TV, you guys have always known the struggles Brian has had. And the one thing Rogelio said is like people who fight depression don't want to talk about it. So what they do is they just push it deep down inside. But then this darkness deep down inside starts to happen and they keep trying to ignore it, ignore it. And like for Brian, for example, what he said is that darkness came out because Brian, when with depression, especially I think you don't want to bother people. They always think that. Like I don't want to bother people even though I always tell Brian, like be open, tell me when you feel like it's going to come. Like we'll deal with it it comes out and rohelio was telling us that a lot of people who commit suicide it's never because they want to it's because that darkness inside that they kept hiding and pushing down just takes over the body in that moment and i was like oh my gosh like we have to showcase this on tv so that people out there and if you're listening and you struggle with depression Or if you struggle with thoughts of suicide, just make sure you call someone, whether it's a family member, there's a bunch of hotlines you can find, and just reach out and talk because you'd be shocked how it's not really what you want to do. And Brian's been stuck in those moments many times. I mean, you didn't get to see it on TV, but, you know, Brian kept saying how he wanted to kill himself, how he wanted to die. No, I think we heard
0: it at one point. Oh, you did? Or I think what we heard, I just know from what you told me, but I think... What was actually on the episode was he was just like, I'm not good enough. I don't want to be here. I think that's what yeah. we heard him say. And so when he kept saying that and you see someone you love
1: keep saying that, it's, it just kills you inside. But I have to say like, you know, it made me also realize too that like you you just always have to put your people first, your family,
0: your friends, your loved ones. Everyone needs to be first. Like, Well, first before what? Because you also need to put yourself first, because well, a healthy you helps everyone around you healthy as yeah, well. Yeah, but I'm talking
1: about total balance, and like you guys see how busy I am, and with my career and my businesses, and I, I tend. So you mean
0: your family needs to become um, be first before business? Yeah, I
1: was. Get, yeah, exactly. It's something that in Sedona I realized that sometimes I think like. Because Brian and I have been married so long that we can just roll with it. Like, I, I think in my head... like You guys Brian, adapt to the schedule, and you're like, oh, well, it's working, so we're fine. It right. doesn't seem bad. No, I. what I think to myself is, Brian, you get it, because you're busy too. And I think we both have kind of been like that. Like, oh, they get it, because, you know, we're both traveling. But um, so Jonah made us both realize that we have to take a step back, and we just have to start putting our, our marriage and ourselves first. And then the rest can come after.
0: Right. And you know, something I just want to touch on that you said a little earlier when you were talking about suicide and like depression and how people feel so much the need to like hold it in. I just want to take a moment and that's why we have to have less judgment on social media because some people try to open up and then they get shut down. They get made fun of. They get bullied and then other people see that. And then even kids in school or beyond school get bullied and get judged. And so that's why people aren't talking about it. And I think that's such a great lesson to learn because even a WWE superstar like Daniel Bryan felt the need that he had to hold everything in. And there's so many people in the world like that. And that's what sometimes frustrates me so much about social media is everyone's so quick to make fun of people or judge people or just be so hateful. And it's like, you don't know what that person's going through. And now you don't know what you've caused. And, you know, we saw that with the female wrestler this past month, you know, Hana, like that was terrible. She just she felt the need to commit suicide because of online bullying. That that should never happen, ever.
1: Never. It's, it's actually really sad how much... I don't think people realize how much words can affect people. And so you always got to think about that because I do believe it's um, courageous hands behind a screen, but um, people wouldn't say that kind of stuff to people's but faces. And are,
0: no offense, but are your hands even courageous? I'm sorry, but excuse my French. You have pussy fingers if you're going to sit there and type up to say something so terrible to a human being that exactly. gives you no right to. Yeah. By the way, I wish people actually had mirrors on their screen so as they type this shit, they could look at themselves as they're typing it.
1: No, I 100% agree. But what I'm saying is they feel courage because they're behind a screen. And it's it's sad because words are like that. But, you know, I also got a lot of DMs and a lot of people commenting, asking me what Brian meant when we were sitting with Donna Hanna, like when he said how he left me and um, and some people if you watched season one of Total Bells you'll see kind of when Brian had his mental breakdown after he was forced to retire and in that moment he felt he needed to be alone to deal with it and all meant it was really hard on me because I, was I remember like, that I thought why wouldn't he want to be with me like I'm his support I'm his wife like it was crazy but I talked to a doctor someone who specializes in you know depression and they told me they're like you can't help him. And I remember thinking to myself, like, what? What do you mean I can't help him? They're like, be there for him. But this is something he has to do on his own. And sometimes, and I thought this was really interesting, and I DM'd some people back because they're asking me um, advice. They said, actually, sometimes when you keep going to them and being like, what can I do? How can I make you laugh? How can I make you smile? What? How can I make you happy? You're actually making their depression worse. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like... It's chemical imbalance. There's different things going on. He's like, just being there and showing support means so much more than constantly saying, like, I want to make you happy. What can I do? And it's actually true because think of times when you're in a bad mood, right? Or you're feeling a certain way and someone keeps asking you and asking you about it. It, it makes you, like, more angry or it makes you, like, not feel better, right?
0: Yeah. It's and like so- when you don't know the answer to something and someone keeps bothering you for the answer. and You're like, I just don't know it. Like, right. stop I'm trying to figure it out. Same with
1: emotions. Right. So if you you're with someone who you just feel like hopeless with, just know just being there and being like supportive and they know you're there. It's just right. like
0: that. That's all you can do. And I love that. And so thank you to Bree and Brian for showcasing that. I saw the amount of love poured on Twitter and Instagram of how much you help people open people's eyes. So thank you for that. And you know, on a lighter note, I cannot believe you were talking about the engagement right next to me at the wine dinner. And how did I not pick up on that? So this is my thing. You know how to whisper and talk without I'm just hearing. shocked that I didn't hear it at all. Like when I was watching it, I'm like, how did I not pick up on this? Because you were involved in a conversation. I know, but. And we were in a very quiet
1: conversation. It's just crazy. That was nuts. So my thing is, is it was funny because my mom and I were like actually texting each other laughing about it. In the, in the sense of, like, it came off way worse than you were if you were there. Um, I think we're all like that. I mean, how many times are you at big family dinners? It's super loud, which, by the way, it was crazy loud um, that night. And you just, when things happen, you just kind of look at each other, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, wow, that, that's crazy. Like, you talk that softly. No, I
0: agree. Hey, we all are like that how much we all don't want to be like that. Unfortunately, we have to watch ourselves be like that. So I think it's hard for and, us. And in my defense, and...
1: I'm just going to say this, Artem told me he was like, "Bree, I want you to help me pick out the ring and like I went ring shopping with him, everyone saw it, and then he told me like he was going to text me which ones like he was really thinking about and to help him out, and then he just sprung it on, like he just went and got it himself, which good for him,
0: but you I mean, also that's what wanted the, me he's to supposed f- to do, right. <laughs> But you
1: also wanted me to be a part of it, too. Right. I could see where so you So that shocked. was shocking. And at the same time, France was a business trip. So if I hear him say his parents want to come along, I could be shocked.
0: No, I'm not saying you were right or wrong. You don't have to get defensive. I know. But what I'm saying is in my defense, if I talked it, a little shit. It just made me laugh seeing you and mom. It was funny to me. But it also was shocking to me because I was like, I'm right there. And Shauna, our best friend, was right there with you guys, her and Olivia. So And Katie.
2: Yeah, you're them. right.
0: All of you guys. How did I not pick up on this? I'll admit, though, I, I was a little wine buzzed at that point. I mean, as you can see, I was just like making out with Artem nonstop in front of everyone. So I was having that good, like, flirty, buzzing feeling, you know, when you get <laughs> drinking wine. But you know, it's something uh, funny because I feel like we need to get into like our pregnancy update and just, you know, how our week's been and talking with mom, because I feel like, do I have to apologize for saying the P word? Was that really bad? I mean, it was, you Sorry know, Sorry if out I of left offended field. anyone saying the P word. My mom has brought to Brina's attention that she feels that at times we can be very rated R. And I don't see myself as rated R because I go see rated R movies and I don't see myself like that, but... Oh my gosh, you're for sure rated R. I am not. See, I speak my mind. Okay, I will admit I can be vulgar, but like... No,
1: not can be. You are vulgar.
0: You're a vulgar person. You guys act like I'm like vulgar 24-7. This is the thing. When it comes to my mind, I say it. I don't hold back. I just let it go. And I don't feel like that's a bad thing. It's not that it's, it's not a bad thing,
1: but it just makes some people feel uncomfortable.
0: Well, so I apologize saying the P word if I made anyone feel uncomfortable. But that's how I feel. That's what I think of. And I don't know another word. <laughs>
1: we love it. you, Nicole. You can keep talking however you want. And I think all our listeners would agree with that. But um, Nicole and I actually, we have some fun little baby news. We know we always like to keep you guys updated every week. But we are planning a baby moon we thought, you know what, it's a perfect time. States are all kind of opening. We feel like, like everyone, we can kind of be safe with, you know, the whole quarantine situation. But um we are gonna plan a little baby moon together, go up north to the mountains and escape this
0: heat. And I'm tagging along. We're doing it together. At first it was just supposed to be Bree and Brian, but I was kind of like, save me, I'm stir crazy, I want to go. And Artem didn't know baby moons existed. Which I can see. Like, I, don't, I think I'm going to write a book about w- wherever you're from, here are the rules of when your significant other becomes pregnant. I actually
1: do kind of want to research this because I want to see if it is just an American thing. You Ameri- made it
0: sound like it was just America that does baby moons.
1: I don't know. I feel like I've seen it everywhere. Well, mom said baby moons never existed when she was younger. Nana has said kind of the same thing. So I do think it's more of a new thing that maybe started, probably started on Pinterest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brie, let's talk about how my baby smiled at me during the ultrasound because you got to see it.
1: I did get to see it. Um, it's really crazy because
0: Nicole's baby has her exact smile. And dimple. And dimple. I mean, how do you catch that, right? When you're like doing an ultrasound and actually just capturing a smile. And it was the cutest thing. I can't wait for everyone to see it, but I'm not going to post it yet. Um, Because as you all know, we do have the gender reveal in two weeks. So tomorrow night, you're all going to love it because you guys are actually going to see Artem propose on Total Bellas. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. And then the week after we get the gender reveal. And then how sad, Bellas is over. That actually, I will say, I will be a little heartbroken, but I can't wait for everyone
1: to see the engagement and just see France. You guys are going to love it. It's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, I guess next time we're just going to have to fill them in with us crashing your baby moon and how that's going to be just a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm happy you Maybe guys we're going to start a new trend that you do like groups of baby moons if you have friends or family that are pregnant with you. For some reason, it seems like in my family, everyone always crushes the party. And I feel the same. <laughs> Just like you explained the engagement, like how dare Artem get the ring on his own. On our business trip? Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. That oh. you felt like since he did go get it on his own, he should have like alerted you. Yeah, thank you very much. That's why I'm crashing her baby moon. (sighs) Whatever.
1: (laughs) All right, enough with pregnancy talk. I mean, we always love talking about it. But, you know, lately there's been a lot weighing on Nikki in our hearts, and we want to talk about it. You know, on our podcast, we never get political. We always like to keep this, you know, fun and upbeat. But there is something we feel like we should address and talk about. And I know you guys have all been seen on social media the last couple weeks. But this whole racism situation in America. And, you know, I have to say, a lot of it's been affecting me, but George Floyd, that one really got me. And in a way, and I feel like it got everyone where it just broke you. And I got got you to the
0: point where enough is enough.
1: 100%. And to the point that Nikki and I wanted to speak on this because... It's at the point where I literally the last couple of days was like, I have to get off social media because you do see the big debates. I'm blown away by some ignorant comments I see because I put up a post about racism and parenting and I could not believe what some people were saying back to me. But this is what I'm going to say and then I'll let Nicole speak because I'm a mom. Yes, take a drink. But you're not born racist. You learn it. And where you learn it is your household, you learn it from your parents, you're raised in it. And it's our duty as parents to teach our kids to not be racist, to love everyone, to show kindness. I was raised in a family where my dad is Mexican. My mom's, you know, Italian, English, British— and all that. But my parents never judged anyone. And they always raised us making us believe that no matter what financial status anyone is, no matter the color of their skin, we're all equal. And we're all doing the grind. And we're working hard just trying to feed a family or just live. And I'm so blessed I had parents like that. And I just want all of you out there to just really right now just look and see what is it your kids hear in their house? And what do you teach them? Because we can teach them the ABCs. I can teach Bertie all about the solar system. But the one thing that I do always teach Bertie is kindness and that every single person is equal. And she will always know that in our household. And it just makes me sad because when I see the racism that's going on right now, I think to myself, this stemmed from something that wasn't natural And I just
0: think we need to start to change it now. Well, I mean, we're in 2020. And I guess because I've always been such a believer, like God made us and we're here and we're living our lives and we're souls. I look at everyone as a soul. So for me, it's so mind boggling when people judge and treat people based on the color of their skin. I'll I, I just never understand that because that person who's judging that person, you didn't make that person. And, and who are you to judge? God made us, you didn't make us, no human being made us. So for me, it's always been difficult. But the one thing that I have learned is how we have to use our platforms more than ever now to promote not being racist to stick up for the black community because what is happening here in America it's not okay. Like I will fight anyone on that. That it is not okay to kneel on someone's neck like that and they're telling you you can't breathe. That is it's disgusting to me. And it's it's not okay and the fact that we didn't get justice right away that is what's caused all this. We need a justice. And so for me it's like Whether your platform is millions of followers or a couple hundred, we all have to step up now. We all have to use our voice, use it as you please or where you want. But the only way we're truly going to see change is if we all come together. Look, for some of you who are listening, who are part of the W2B, you saw the change we always wanted for women. It didn't take till us women united with the fans to actually have change for the women. So guess what now? as human beings, we have to unite and we need more people so that we can make changes. And I just truly hope that people see this, you know, with more positivity and they're more enlightened and they're not looking at all of this being hateful, that they're like, no, why the riots are happening is because people are just so angry because they don't know what to do anymore. It's like, constantly wanting something to happen and it's not and it's like you're just at the point you're so frustrated because you're like what how can they hear me? Why am I not being heard? And this is the way like to be heard. It it took you know leaders to finally reach out and speak after this and this is why things like this happen. And so I just urge everyone, use your voice, use your platform, do good because We're in 2020 and there's no reason for any of this. You should never be scared to jog in your own neighborhood because of the color of your skin. You should never be scared to be pulled over because of the color of your skin. You should never be afraid to do anything in the United States of America because of the color of your skin. Period. That's it. So that's where it just needs to change. And You know, people who feel differently, um, I wrote it on my post, get to know someone who's a different shade than you, who's yellow, brown, black, red, any other color, get to know that person and your perspective will change completely. So... You all know where Bree and I stand. I hope you spread the word. I hope you all use your voice. I hope you all stand for what's right. And I truly hope that one day soon that we could just change this and that we don't ever have to go through what we've gone through, especially this past month, ever, ever again.
1: I agree. And Nicole and I, we don't like seeing the violence. Like the violence is sad. We just hope we can all live in love and peace. And I think that's ultimately a lot of people's goal, like just, you know, unity, love and Life will be good. And I'll say, Nicole, I liked how you ended your post, which is how I feel like we end opening up. But when you said, Jesus loves all the little children, all the children of the world, the song I knew, I hadn't thought about that song forever. And when you posted, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like we learned that as kids, guys. So I,
0: that always comes to mind in my head. I always sing that song because I remember it, yeah, when I was young. I know. I'm going to teach Bertie that song. So, but um, that
1: is it for opening up. Up next, something that always is so dear to our hearts up next is Dear Bellas
0: that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor, The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers.
1: The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas
0: Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor.
1: Yum, and their dust-dry
0: seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the
1: promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeak.com. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when
0: spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for, like, refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Bree, Walmart has, like, some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that
1: is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and
0: beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup, or sleek activewear or even elevated furniture and mix-and-match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash trending. That's walmart.com slash trending. Now Trending, your style at
1: Walmart. Brian and I tried factor meals, and they are so popular with us, and let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just 2 minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one, and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make, you know exactly what you're eating, they're healthy, you know the calorie intake, and there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code TWINS50 at factormeals.com slash TWINS50 to get 50% off. Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? (laughs) That's right. And here's today's question.
3: Hi, Bellas. Um... (laughs) I just got done watching your episode, and this question's more for Brie. It really touched me (laughs) watching you and your husband connect. I've been married for 11 years, and it's, you know, has its good and has its bads, and I suffer with depression and anxiety. And my husband doesn't really know how to deal with it. And he tries. And i am gone to counseling for myself. And I'm not someone who looks forward to want to take um, medication with it because I don't want something controlling me. I want to learn how to control it. And I just want some advice on how to... Help my husband understand what I'm going through. Um, Help us reconnect closer. Spiritually, we have a hard time connecting.
1: Wow. You know, I have to say I'm I'm teary-eyed. I wish Um, I could give you a hug. Me too. And I would really love to give you a hug because I know the pain you're going through and I also know the pain your husband's probably going through. But I just want to tell you, in my experience and what has worked for Brian and I, um, we've been together nine years. And from day one, I've always known that Brian struggles with depression. So, you know, it was my decision to continue the relationship. It was my decision to know that this will be something that in my head, maybe we'll deal with with the rest of our lives. But what I want you to tell your husband, and maybe you can play him this when you guys are together... So he can kind of know because I'm in his position is, you know, that you can make it work. The thing with Brian, what I realized, and it did take me a couple years to really figure this out and be okay with it, but we know when the depression spell is going to come and it comes out of nowhere. I mean, there could be, we can be on a family vacation. We could be on our honeymoon. You just don't know when depression's going to hit you. And I just kind of came to terms that Brian just needs two days to himself. And whether it's here at the house and he needs to be in the room to read a book or whatever, he just, he needs that time because for him, it's not that he wants to feel depressed, it just comes and he doesn't know what to do. And my husband is like you, he doesn't want to take any medication. We do everything naturally. And there are a lot of natural solutions for depression that my husband works on a lot, Um, from, you know, he has a naturopath and maybe look up a naturopath and speak to them about depression. But he definitely does certain IVs, not like they're guaranteed to work, but he's felt something uplifted by it and and having a a stronger plant-based diet. But I just know when it comes, it's not my fault. It's not what's going on in our marriage and our life. It's a chemical imbalance. And Give them two days. And after two days, it just kicks out. And I've learned to adapt it. And in those two days, I look at it, okay, it's time for myself too, like my self-care. So, okay, Bree, like Brian needs his self-care. So what do you need now? And I might go do a spa day or I might go get cocktails with my girlfriends or do something. In those two days, it's about me too and taking care of myself. And now that I have a daughter, I know, okay, maybe Birdie and I can go do something fun because we never want Birdie to see that side. And, um, the reconnection part, it took me a while to kind of figure out how to reconnect in a marriage, especially you've been married 11 years and it definitely like gets tough the longer you're in it. When you're in the beginning stages of marriage, I feel like you never think you can get to a place where you feel like, whoa, do I still want to be with this person? It just, things shift and change, but what I really had to remind myself is how did I fall in love with Brian and why did I want to marry him? When he asked me to marry him, I said yes so quick because that's what I wanted so bad. So I had to remind myself like all these beginning state, like things in our, our marriage, the things I fell in love with Brian and to remind yourself and connect on that level. Even if you're someone who's not spiritual, I I feel like it just, you got to just take a break, a pause and realize why you want to be together And I mean, that for me really helped me to reconnect with Brian. And we started to do things, what we did when we were dating. And that really helped like make us fall in love all over again. So hopefully that'll work. You and your husband just sit down and just be like, why did we fall in love with each other? Like what were the things in the beginning and
0: reconnect on those. Right. And I definitely agree with Bree's advice. And my advice would be um, if, you see your marriage worth saving. I think what a great investment would be is planning a trip somewhere if you could afford it. And hopefully maybe there's something local if it's too expensive, but doing something like what Brie and Brian did for Sedona, like Giving up and planning two days just for you two, but to really soul search and soul search together and where you can have someone, whether it's a shaman or a therapist, um, someone who can just coach you through of the emotions you feel and what you have lost and what you can Bring back and mend, and I mean, look—we invest in our bodies, we invest in um, outer care, inner care, in our cars, in our homes. We have to invest in our relationships. So, my advice would be: is just if your marriage, you want to save it, and you truly want your husband to understand, invest in it, and and do the steps that Bree and Brian took. Because I've seen the difference just alone in their relationship of what they did in Sedona. Right, and my husband literally would think I was crazy
1: when I would be like, I want us to talk to a shaman or I want us to go to a therapist, all these things. He was just kind of like, okay. And therapists are great and counselors and all that. I connect more with spiritual guides. So shaman, you know, a spiritual life coach, all that. And Brian at first was like, okay, this is going to be weird. I could tell he wasn't feeling it but now Brian is so about it. So tell your husband. Like, my husband was not for the whole spiritual stuff, and now it's crazy how he is.
0: You know what I look at it as? If you're willing to try a gross shot or go to a restaurant and try something because everyone's telling you to try it and you think it's disgusting. Why don't we try stuff in our relationships too? We might not like it, but at least we tried it. You could do that in the bedroom or you could just do it emotionally when you go to a place like Sedona. So I always think back of like, well, I did that 151 shot that one time in college that I thought was absolutely disgusting. Why wouldn't I take something uncomfortable whether it was in my relationship or for myself.
1: I agree with you so. and I would just like to end on this because your tears and I can just hear your sadness and your voice but Understand your husband is stuck with you for 11 years because he loves you. And so do not for one second think you have been a burden to him. Do not for one second think you have made his life miserable or you brought him down in the last 11 years because you haven't. He is stuck around because you bring some type of light to him and you bring some type of energy to him. And that is why he's still there. So you you give yourself a lot of credit, okay?
0: And it's not that he's stuck around. He's chose to be there.
1: Right. Just like I've chose to be with Brian these last nine years, and I don't regret any single one of those years. So um, I wish you all the best, and Nicole and I are sending you right now all the love, marriage, the good vibes, and um, we will keep you in our thoughts and prayers, and we wish you well.
0: Yes, and if you want a chance to hear from us, give us a call at 833-Q-BELLA's. All right, you guys. Now it's time
1: for everyone's favorite game show with a host. Everyone has been dying to get back. Next, it's Bella Brains. Brains.
0: Dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our
1: eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit
0: card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in
1: 8 sizzling shades
4: The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.
1: I am so excited for this week's Bella Brains host, backed by popular demand, my husband, WWE superstar Daniel Bryan.
2: Thank you, Bree. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show where we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain.
1: That's right. And we're keeping track who wins each week and the first person to five wins a donation to their favorite charity paid for by the loser. The current score, and I can't wait to say this, the current score is four to two.
2: All right. Will Bree win this round? Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right, who's leaving the room first?
0: Well, you know what? I'll give you Lovebirds your moment, so I'll go yeah. first. Yeah, it's been a
2: long time. Yeah, yeah, it has. Okay, Bree, are you ready?
1: You know what's funny, sweet face, with you? I'm really nervous, but I'm ready.
2: Okay. For this week's Bella Brains, I'm going to ask you questions about... Dun-dun-dun... Greek mythology. Oh,
1: my gosh. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah, I know the gods.
2: You do? Let's see. Okay, question number one. Which Greek god was the god of the sky and thunder and also king of the other gods? Zeus. Ding, 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 yes! ding, 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 ding. All right. Question number 2. Who wrote both the Iliad and the Odyssey?
1: Shoot, I remember this because of the Odyssey. Um, oh my gosh.
2: Ding. Um, I want to say
1: Zeus, but it's like
2: Okay, Zeus is not a real person. Oh. This is like a real person who wrote these these <laughs> <laughs> these, these epic poems.
1: The Odyssey. How can I not? I mean, I read this in school.
2: I'm convinced you did not read it. You might have read the Cliff Notes.
1: Okay, you. <laughs> it was on my reading list.
2: <laughs>
1: um Darn it. Do I get a hint?
2: Uh his name is just one word. Do you need the letter that it starts with? Yeah, H.
1: Oh, not Hector. He- not
2: Hector H- is a character though, in one of the yeah, in, one um, of, in the Iliad, I think.
1: Not hexagon or whatever his name was. <laughs>
2: That's not uh, a thing. <laughs> um.
1: Oh my gosh, I don't know. Homer. <gasps> Duh.
2: Homer. <laughs> Homer. I knew it. All right. I knew
1: that. Damn it.
2: Time for question number three. What mountain did the Greek gods call home?
1: Is it a real mountain or a fake mountain? (laughs) So, I mean,
2: it was a real mountain. I don't know if they still call it this. That's actually a good question. I don't actually know that. But Um, what mountain did the Greek gods call home?
1: Brian, I'm like so clued out right now. I don't know. I don't know. Do you want a hint? Yeah, hint.
2: Mount, it starts with an O.
1: I don't know. Mount Ozone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Eh, Mount Olympus.
1: Oh my gosh,
2: duh. Yeah, yeah. These are basic questions.
1: Dang, I thought I knew my Greeks better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got one out of three correct. Let's bring Nicole back and see how she does.
0: All right.
2: Okay, Nicole, are you ready?
0: I am ready.
2: Okay, for this week's Bella Brains, I'm going to ask you questions about Greek mythology.
0: Oh, boy. Look are you ready? His
2: face. All right. Question number one Which Greek god was the god of the sky and thunder and also king of all the other gods?
1: Zeus. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. I got that right, too. Okay.
2: <laughs> all right. Question number two. Who wrote both The Iliad and The Odyssey?
1: Oh, man.
0: I know this.
2: But do you know it? I know. Brie got a hint on this one.
0: Can I get a hint?
2: Yeah. Uh, His name is one word, and it starts with an H.
0: Oh, my gosh. I know it because of The Odyssey, and I can't think of it. Shoot. I can't even guess.
2: Oh, man. Okay. Homer.
0: Homer. Oh, my gosh. Duh.
2: Duh. Did you?
1: No, <laughs> no. I got that wrong. I said did Hector. It.
0: And I wouldn't have guessed Homer.
1: I said it's Hector, Hectagon. <laughs> I knew it was something yeah, yeah.
2: crazy. All I right. should
1: have
0: guessed. I can't even think of H's right I know. now. Homer makes, uh,
2: duh. Question number three. Uh, what mountain did the Greek gods call home?
0: Did you get a hint, Brie?
2: Yeah, she did.
0: Okay, I'll just go straight to the hint.
2: Uh Mount, and then the word starts with an O.
0: Mount Olympus. Ding, 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 yes! ding, ding, No.
1: And
2: that's it. Nicole wins this round by getting two questions right to Breeze one. The score for this round is now four to three with Breeze still in the lead.
1: Yes. Whatever. Let's see if that comeback happens. All right, you guys. Join us again next week for another edition of Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. And thank you for
1: just letting Nicole and I open up our hearts on this episode and also for you just loving
0: Brian and I through this whole stage in our marriage. Yes, and make sure to tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bellas Podcast. And call 833-Q-BELLAS
1: to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. And please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we just launched a new Instagram,
0: exclusively dedicated to the Bella's podcast. So make sure to follow us at the Bella's podcast and a very special. Thank you to my brother-in-law, Brian for finally coming back and being an amazing Bella brains host until next week. Remember to stay fearless and you always go brie mode. If you drink along with us, see, see you, you next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Bertie
1: likes to say, bye-bye.